quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're here. And we are going to talk about punishment. And is punishment actually just revenge? I know that seems harsh, but I absolutely 100% believe punishment and consequences, unless they're natural, those are both revenge. Because we want our child to pay for what they've done likely because we have been modeled that we were meant to pay for what we did. If we did something wrong, we would pay by suffering some way. We would suffer emotionally. We would suffer physically. We would suffer in some sort of way in order to pay for what we did because it's retribution, because we owed it to our parents of all people for our transgression. So I stayed out too late in high school and my parents took my car from me. And that was because I needed to pay for what I did. Did they ask me why I was late? No. Did they find out what was going on with me? Absolutely not. Did they care? Did they dive deeply into my world with me? Did they even say a word besides give me your keys? No, because they needed me to pay for what I did because if I paid for what I did, then I wouldn't do it again. And maybe that's true. Maybe I wouldn't do it again, but how did I feel about my parents? And would I just work really hard to be sneaky next time? Would I say I'm staying at my friend's house from here on out because then I didn't have to be late? Would I sneak out? Would I come home and leave again? All kinds of things I did as a kid, as a teenager to avoid the punishment, to avoid the revenge. You know, I I work with a lot of parents and they're all very so sweet and and well-meaning and wanting to do the best thing. But a lot of times I'll get a message or I will be working with someone one-on-one and they're like, well, what do I do? They were mean to me. They said something unkind. What do I do? Take the phone away? I have to do something. And I think we've been 
told that we have to do something because we have to inflict pain on them because we have to make them stop and not do it again. And the only way to do that is to inflict some sort of emotional or physical pain. It's like a grudge. It's like the punishment has created this idea that, you know, there's a grudge and that it's not a healthy paradigm to be in, in a relationship with somebody that you love and care about. That isn't the paradigm I want to live in, nor do I want my children to live in, nor do I want my kids to exist in with their kids. So if we get rid of the punishment piece, it doesn't mean that we're allowing our kids to run amok. But what it means is that we're letting go of this idea that we need to inflict pain on them and that we need to hold them, you know, physically or emotionally accountable for their actions. Sure, if they've hurt somebody or they've done something unkind, there's room for a conversation around it. Hey, honey, yesterday when you said X, Y, and Z to your sister, what happened? Why'd you do that? What was going on for you? And is there a bigger conversation? I mean, I think the bigger conversation for me would have been, yeah, we were at the party drinking and I was waiting until I felt sober to drive home. Now that should have been a whole conversation with my parents being like, why are you drinking and driving? Why are you drinking at 17? What's going on with you? And they would have been a deeper dive into like, I wasn't doing well, but nobody cared. All people cared about was punishing me. And I think that's what happens too, is that the, the root of the issue is, is disappears because we think if we can punish the behavior and get the behavior to stop, then, then all is well. I had a client the other day texted me and she said, I got to, I have to do something. My kid was mean. What do I do? What do I do? Take the phone away. Take this away. Take that away. And my question to her was this, will it work? What is your goal? here? What is your goal? And I think if we think long and hard about it, our goal is to make them feel bad for what they did and make, try to make them feel remorseful for what they did. But I don't think that's what a punishment does. It makes us feel bad about the person who gave us the punishment. And it might make us more sneaky or lie, or it might create more poor behavior because we're angry and upset and we're no longer our brain is not working well, you know, we're dysregulated and we're not attached to ourselves because we're not doing well. And it might push us into doing worse. My gift to you this holiday season is 20% off all of my online courses and my monthly membership. This is the only time all year these self-paced online courses will be discounted. The Yelling Cure, Understanding Big Emotions, Guide to Cooperation, and Siblings Not Rivals will be 20% off for Black Friday. If you struggle with yelling, cooperation, sibling rivalry, or navigating big feelings, these amazing little courses are for you. Try one or get them all. They're yours to keep. Want to ask your parenting questions live on Zoom? Join the membership and meet us once a week to dive deeply into the idea of connection. Click the link in the show notes or find it in my IG bio. So is punishment really revenge? Is it getting back at our kids because we thought they did something against us? And I think that's the other piece to this is when they do something wrong, even if they say, I hate you, or you're a jerk, or you're the worst mom ever, you're the worst dad ever, even if they say that, do we believe that 
what they're doing and what they're saying is against us, that it's something that they're doing because they dislike us or because they, they think anything about us? Or is it just the idea that they're unable to regulate their feelings and their emotions and their upsets and they do the wrong thing? They make a mistake. And in these other incidences where I was, you know, driving my car late and drunk and all those things I shouldn't have been doing, was I doing that against my parents? No, I had my own stuff going on, which nobody cared to look into. Nobody cared to talk to me about. And so it wasn't against them, but yet they felt like they had to make it stop. And they used this idea of almost like revenge, like they're getting back at me for doing something. And I think if we can let go of the punishment and also at the same time, we have to let go of the idea that the punishment doesn't work. It's not effective. And we don't need to put our kids in a place of pain, emotional or physical, in order to get them to do the right thing. That if we lean in with connection, like if my parents would have just said to me, oh my God, what's going on with you? Why are you drinking and driving? And why are you late? What's going on? I would have told them I need a therapist. I need help. I'm not doing well. I have, you know, a mom who left me. I have a stepmom who I hate. I have a dad who's an alcoholic. Like somebody give me some help here. I was acting out, but all I got was my keys taken away. That makes no sense. Makes zero sense. So can we really get rid of the punishment, but not just get rid of punishment. Can we get rid of the idea and the ideology around the punishment? Can we really say to ourselves, I don't need or want this in my life with my kids. I don't want to feel like I have to get revenge or that I'm holding a grudge or I'm mad when they do something wrong and I want to make sure they don't do anything wrong again. So I'm going to use something harsh to make sure that they don't. That paradigm shift, I think, can help us really move out of wanting to, because I think even after we're using this conscious way to parent, there's still some things back in our head like, no, we have to punish. No, we have to take the phone away. No, we've got to take the car away. We've got to take the play date away. But we don't have to think like that. It's not productive. It doesn't help. Long-term, it doesn't help. Even if you have the kid that succumbs to it, it really doesn't help. So let's try to not buy into this idea of the societal norm that says we need to punish and that we need to make our kids feel bad for what they did. Get curious, ask them questions, find out what's going on. There's probably something deeper, maybe not, but even if there isn't, it's worth a conversation and it's worth some probing questions as opposed to just coming down hard on our kids. Okay. Thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting podcast. I know we talk a lot about punishments here and I like to just keep it going, I guess. I'm so glad you joined me. I know you're going to leave an amazing review. I've had some incredible ones and I'm so, so grateful Thank you for keeping us alive here on the Peace and Parenting Podcast because we want to keep bringing episodes to you and we do that by our ratings and our reviews and our listens. So thank you so much and I hope to see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.